If you're innovating, creating, or making a difference, this show is for you. Welcome to Over Coffee. I'm Dot Cannon. Here on Over Coffee, we talk with artists and innovators about the process of changing the world in terms of what they do. I like the aha moment, not only for the students, but also for the audience and the teachers. Because that just shows that learning is lifelong. Learning doesn't stop. And that light bulb keeps on glowing. And that light bulb is going to be glowing in some innovative ways in Anaheim on December 9th and 10th. Those are the dates of the 7th Annual California STEAM Symposium. Presented through a partnership with the Californians Dedicated to Education Foundation, the California Commission on the Status of Women and Girls, and the California Department of Education. The California STEAM Symposium explores methods of combining the areas of science, technology, engineering, art, and math to engage students' imagination and customize their educational journeys to their specific talents and interests. Dr. Fred Uwe is a member of the California STEAM Symposium Steering Committee. Dr. Uwe, or Fred as he prefers to be called, is the Director of Educator Preparation at California State University's Office of the Chancellor, and his specialty is math, which he has taught at both the K-12 and the college level. Fred, before we get to talking about the California STEAM Symposium, I'd love to know a little bit more about your academic journey. What first captured your imagination about math to the point that you made it your career? I have to be very honest that during my elementary school years, it was not my favorite subject. It was a struggle for me. And then upon reaching high school, that's when I was shown that it doesn't have to be done in a singular way. It doesn't have to be done the way that it was being shown to me, but there are approaches that one would be able to take. And given that freedom, I guess, or I would say enlightenment or awakening, okay, it just blossomed for them that I could develop my own patterns, I could see how things work, I would connect one topic to another, and then that basically started everything that I realized that, hey, I have the knack for this, but it doesn't have to be one way only. And today you teach math instructors and have a passion for teaching the future generation of math teachers. What is one lesson you would give a math teacher who wants to incorporate something magical like you experienced that is going to make math accessible to somebody who really doesn't like math that much for the start? I think the very first thing that I would remind them is that have an open mind. Okay, the one that we are always used to may not necessarily be the one that may be effective for others. So just keep an open mind and see how things are working and then decide after that whether it really is most effective okay, in terms of the learning of that particular student or for the whole class. I understand that you taught K-12 through math. Would you tell me a little bit about your experiences, please? Yes. Uh, this happened back east, by the way, okay? I'm not a native Californian, okay? But during my days when I was teaching, even then I already made sure that homework is limited. I'm not one of those paper and pencil teachers back then, okay? Um, I want to make sure that they get to experience applicability of what they're learning outside the classroom. One of the things that I implemented as a, I guess, extracurricular was we, we as a class 
joined what we call the stock market game. So we devoted a day in that in analyzing the market, investing, seeing the changes, so therefore the mathematics that are involved in it, and also what are the factors. It can't just be pure mathematics, but the rise and fall of stocks will also depend on many other factors. So they look into that situation too. So it is a very interdisciplinary thing. Wow, you taught the kids some things that some college graduates don't know. How old were these kids? Uh, they were in middle school. Before we leave this, is there one story that you really love to share about your experience back then besides the stock market that sums up for you incorporating art into STEM and making it STEAM? One of the lessons that we did, especially when it came to geometry, was using the artwork of Piet Mondrian. And I remember the title of his work is Broadway Boogie Woogie, I think. Okay, yes, and that's the one wherein it's made of parallel lines and intersecting lines and perpendicular lines. So they created their own painting and using the concepts of parallel and perpendicular lines. How much fun does that sound, too? Oh, it was a messy classroom at the after, but they had fun. I wish that my math classes had allowed us to get messy and be creative. That just sounds like a blast. We have to make sure that the custodian is our friend. <laughs> Fred said that his work on the California STEAM Symposium Steering Committee represented a new step in his own lifelong learning journey. I actually am new to this. Okay? I've been attending the STEAM Symposium for many years now, but this is the first time that I was part of the STEAM Steering Committee partly because maybe brought about by my current position because I am working at the system-wide California State University Office of the Chancellor. So we are in the headquarters, and then since we also are part of this symposium as a sponsor and as one of the backbones for this, so this just came organically. How cool is that, that you get to do this for your first year? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> what has your experience been like so far in your first year on their steering committee? There's a wealth of information out there, okay? And the opportunities are boundless, okay? And give people a chance to shine. And keeping in mind giving people a chance to shine, let's fast forward the clock in our imagination. Okay. You said you've gone to the California STEAM Symposium a number of years. Suppose that we're there right now. What are we going to experience for anybody who's never been to a California STEAM Symposium before? What's going on? I think the first thing that you have to remind yourself is that be prepared to be surprised and be amazed. Because there are many things going on in other schools that you may not even heard of, that you might even think that was impossible during your time, but it's now very possible, okay? And you could just be awed with the abilities, okay, and the imagination and the creative aspects of these students, okay? And, of course, the driving force will be how these teachers would be able to sustain and really bring out this creativity from the students. Truly amazing. What are some of the coolest things specifically that surprised and amazed you in the past? 
one of the things that really amazed me because I was never part of that was the makers and robotics. Okay, I've always envisioned that when I was a student that I could go beyond what was being asked of me. Okay, because we're limited as to what the teachers would be able to ask you. Okay, but now that you're given that freedom, okay, of being creative, of putting your knowledge and connecting it to other subject areas and making sure that you have all these resources available, okay, it really gives a limitless chance for everyone to be creative. Let's look at one or two of the areas in which the California STEAM Symposium is going to give people a chance to be creative. What are one or two of the workshops that are really going to be fun this year? The Maker is definitely a good place to go, okay, because that's the one, the Maker space, because they give you to be yourself, okay? Of course, there are some guidelines that you follow, but you could always adapt that to your, to your thinking, okay, to your passion, okay, to your creativity, okay? And I will keep going back to that word creativity because it really gives you that chance to look into how can this be improved or how can I look at this in a different way? What can I do to make this more of me than just happily obliging to what I'm being told of me? I think you've just hit on the key right there, more of me, more of what this relates to my life as opposed to just do it because the teacher says to do it. How exciting is that? Like I said, I mean, be prepared to be awed. Wow. Specifically, what are people going to be making in these makerspaces? Of course, there will be engineering aspects of it. They will be building tower, okay? And they will also be building some other kinds of Machines, robotics will always be there, all right? These are the ones we're in, like I said, I mean, limitless because maybe because of the advancement of technology that you are now able to conceptualize this, okay, in three dimensions. You could even create this, okay? So the materials are there, the thinking is there, the technology is there, the support is there, okay? And really, I mean, I really like, I really like what I see when I go to the makerspace. I saw that last year, and it was incredible. I wanted to stay there. It was so much fun. We must mention that you're teaching a couple of sessions too at California Steam Symposium. I'd love to have you preview those. Yes, I mean, one of the things that I would touch on is because I was always been in a teacher education preparation program, so now. We're trying to make it see and be aware for the public as to what is the whole CSU, the California State University System, is doing in terms of preparation for the STEAM teachers of tomorrow. It's not the traditional way now, so we're trying to get more involved in terms of revamping the curriculum, okay, updating the approaches that we have, the strategies, putting more thinking onto the students rather than onto the product. Okay. We're now trying to see the student as a whole, okay, rather than just crafting good technicians in the classroom. Okay. Our teachers should be at the forefront of these changes. 
And this is going to be fun because it seems like we are at the forefront of a lot of things here in California. Exactly. And the CSU produces the majority of the teachers out here for the state. What are some of the most innovative programs right now that CSU is offering to increase the ranks of STEM teachers that maybe people don't know about? One of the things that we are having right now will be our residency programs, okay? Patterned after the medical residents. So this also involves our future teachers partnered with current mentor teachers in the classroom. And what they do is that they are assigned for a whole year while they're earning their teaching credential. In this case, they get to see good practices in action, okay, and they get their own filter experience at the same time. So after a year of training, then they are ready for their classrooms, okay. Of course, professional development, professional learning will always be a lifelong experience, but you are grounded now. You get to see it firsthand. I love that idea. It kind of makes you wonder why in the world didn't we have that earlier, because teachers shape the future. Exactly. Yes. What would be some of the misconceptions you've seen about math, which you're addressing at Cal State and also the California STEAM Symposium is going to be addressing? One of the myths that I always want to debunk is that people say, I'm not a math person, or I don't want to do math, or math is hard, because it's not. Okay. All you have to do is expose them to the ways that they will be able to think on their own, find their own patterns, create their own patterns, extend their thinking, okay? And then you'll get to experience the beauty of mathematics and therefore the other subject areas, especially if you connect it okay, with the other subject areas and disciplines. I wish you'd give me a mini math lesson, our listeners and me, right now. Let's say that we have an artist and this artist is going to be creating something special, how might she use math? Oh, first of all is that just use determining, if let's say out of a lack of example, it's just someone who's painting. They need to know how much paint to begin with, okay? And within the designs, they could offer different kinds of patterns, and they could incorporate some of the themes in mathematics to put in their design, okay? For example, one of the artists, the Japanese artist, I forgot her name, but she puts a lot of polka dots, okay? And that's something that we would be able to use because you could incorporate that, that design, that concept in mathematics, and at the same time, you could even use that for social studies because she puts those polka dots on a pumpkin, and you could tie that in especially for fall. So the connection there will always be mathematics and other subject areas. When we talk about interdisciplinary areas here, leaving math for a minute, what do you consider one of the coolest features of the STEAM Symposium that focuses on a different discipline, such as, for example, science or technology? I really like technology a lot because this is an application aspect. And I want students to experience real world. I want them to be creative. I want them to see how it benefits what they're learning and apply that into society. What exactly can it do to improve the way things are? I really like technology in that aspect. I love that because it's making it real world. So far, 
What's been one of the most rewarding experiences you've had in your first year on the steering committee for the California STEAM Symposium? I've said this ever since I was a teacher, and I will say it now. I like the aha moment, not only for the students, but also for the audience and the teachers. Because that just shows that learning is lifelong. Learning doesn't stop. Okay? And that light bulb keeps on glowing each time you get new ideas. What has been one of your own best aha moments within the last year? The greatest aha moment for me, and it continues to be, is how astonishing and creative all these teachers are. Okay? Because it always goes back to my thinking of, how come I didn't think of that? How come I didn't see it that way? Okay? And now I am exposed to this and say, oh, so that's how. Over the time that you've taught, Fred, how have you seen math instruction change? It has changed a lot in terms of coming from teacher-centered to now student-centered, shying away from the textbook, doing it more hands-on, right? And the assessment and the testing has now shown different aspects of it, okay, that the traditional way of doing it does not necessarily mean success for the students. And, yeah, I think those are the things. I mean, it really is moving to a different approach now. With that different approach in mind, how would you most like to see math instruction evolve over the next, let's say, five years? What would you like to see that we don't have yet? I want mathematics instruction to stay away from testing unnecessarily. I want mathematics instruction to be fluid. I want mathematics instruction to be connected to other disciplines. And I want mathematics instruction making students comfortable in the classroom. You can't see me nodding my head vehemently here, but I certainly, I was one of those students like you who, oh no, we're having a math test. Yikes. Yes. Uh-huh. I truly understand. Would there be one magical element that you would want to add to that that would make math accessible to a kid who responds like, oh, math, as you and I once did? I think the best way really is to know your students, see what they are good at or what is their interest, and use that as your leverage. Okay, because getting your students be accepting of themselves and being able to create, okay, then you already have reached out to them and won part of the battle. Let's say that we get to the 9th of December, and now the California STEAM Symposium is starting. What are the next two days going to be like for you? Full of excitement. I really look forward to this event. Okay? Like I said, we've always heard STEM, okay? and I've been an advocate that it cannot just be STEM. Okay? You need to include other disciplines, and that's why you have STEAM. Okay? And... We need to make sure that this is something that is more inclusive. We just cannot make it an exclusive event anymore. It has to be an inclusive event. Everyone is welcome. Everyone has this chance to learn. Okay? And everyone should have fun.
So therefore, I look forward to attending the sessions. I look forward to being at the booth and talk to people. Okay, and then so I always look for ways to improve and help me improve. Fred is going to be leading two sessions at the 2019 California STEAM Symposium, according to their website. On Monday morning, December 9th, 1020, he's presenting a session entitled California State University, Increasing the Ranks of STEM Teachers. Then on Tuesday, the 10th at 920, he and Carol Fry-Bolin are the session leaders for a presentation called Stemming the Math and Science Teacher Shortage. What do you consider? One of the very most important things that you have learned as a teacher with the idea that education is ongoing within the last year. I really want them to understand that in education, change okay, will happen, and change is a good sign of us improving. Okay? Don't get stuck in the ways of what has happened many years ago that it will still be applicable to the students now. Okay, I always say this to my teacher candidates. For our students, they don't get old. We're the ones that are getting old. Okay, so that means we need to make sure that the system that we are using, okay, is up to date, current, okay, and applicable to the students' learning. And finally, although you've really pretty much answered the signature question I usually ask, I usually ask a signature question at the end of every interview, which is just this. If people can only get one thing from you and from your work about innovation, creativity, and making a difference, what would you want them to take away besides what you've already said about teaching and upgrading teaching? One thing that I would want them to take away is Believe in yourself and you can do it. Trust that you will shine. Trust that you will make mistakes. But then you have to learn from that. So it's an ongoing learning experience. It doesn't end because you were awarded a teaching license or a credential. Okay, There's more into that. There's more into learning. There's more into teaching. And always be open-minded. Thank you for your time today. Oh, no problem. You and I have been listening to Dr. Fred Uy, Director of Educator Preparation at California State University's Office of the Chancellor and Steering Committee Member for the 2019 California STEAM Symposium. The 7th Annual California STEAM Symposium happens Monday and Tuesday, December 9th and 10th in Anaheim Convention Center North and it's going to feature more than 250 breakout presentations with more than 3,000 STEAM educators in attendance. They're going to have a makerspace, and among the keynote speakers will be former astronaut and Johnson Space Center director, Ellen Ochoa. And this event is not for education professionals alone. You'll find more information at steamcalifornia.org. That's steamcalifornia.org. And that concludes this edition of Over Coffee. Thank you for listening. Listen to more Over Coffee podcasts at twomavericks.com. That's two, T-W-O, Mavericks, M-A-V-E-R-I-X, twomavericks.com. And you can contact us at twomavericks at gmail.com. The music you're hearing is royalty-free production music provided by Pond5 at pond5.com.
I'm Dot Cannon. Here's wishing you a cappuccino day.